nice out now game game Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chich, and I'll be your DM for tonight, and the players with me tonight are... Dia! Hi! I'm in mourning for my D&D character from my other game. She died. Oh, no. Sadly. Condolences. By being horribly, horribly disfigured and destroyed by bug creatures. Oh, no. That sounds awful. I'm going to miss my horrible trash girl. Andrea! I'm right here, and I'm not going anywhere! Yay! That's good to hear. Cora! They started without me. I know, and I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry! <laughs> Sometimes you're just really quiet! No, you are quiet a lot, so, yeah. Sorry. And Richard? I, too, am here. <laughs> Again? Well, you just keep inviting me back. No, they don't. You just... You just keep being here. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, peeps, it's been a while. It's been a while since we last saw each other, and... Um, Nobody's seeing each other at the moment. <laughs> that's true, stay inside, wash your hands. No, wash them, for real. No, really, wash them. And the backs of the hands, too. Mm-hmm. And the tips of your fingers. It's been a while, uh, stuff's been happening, and, uh, you know, in all these secret meetings we've been having, a lot of information is flowing in my head, and it's uh, a bit hard to discern what was part of the meeting and uh, what actually happened last time with played. so um, can anyone remind me? Well, after splitting the loot, we, part- we parted ways with our new companions, except Marjorie, who continued back to the town with us. Kasni and Fiola kiss each other and Kasni shapes water to make her hair wet. <laughs> For no real reason. I don't know why I thought about that. Uh, we all separately returned to the inn and found a, press- a passed-out Daniel in the bar. Dawn helped him to bed... Uh, he offered Marjorie his bed and shared uh, and shared Kasny's. Uh He was woken early by ascending, inviting him to the library, to which he, respo- uh, which he responded to. When we were all awake, he discussed the library plans and decided to go. To, and we decided to go together. Uh, when we arrived at the university library, we met Corella, and Dawn introduced us. Kasny kissed her on the hand. Marjorie impressed her with her Guild of Libra- Librarians card. Then they were ta- then they were taken up to see Aranka, the dean. Dawn failed to impress her, but she gave us permission to enter the library after some convincing. Uh, we entered the library. A young man tried to stop Marjorie bringing Cherry in, but an old lady who seemed to recognise her told him off. Meanwhile, Decla guarded Daniel. He woke up gross and probably still drunk. Decla offered him a beer and he spilled most of it down him while he was drinking. He threw the empty mug against the wall. Decla got him another beer while he bathed, then, which he downed and smashed that mug too. Did anything else happen? Did I miss something? Uh, he said he was going to go to the bank, although it seems like that may be subject to change. So yeah, uh, Cassidy, Dawn, Marjorie, you are at the... Uh, you're at the library, um, Marjorie, uh, the young, the young, uh, human man, 
the librarian, he's uh, helping you walk around. Because um, uh, you can't... You left Cherry by the entrance, um, you know, not so so it doesn't stomp around. It's actually got padded feet, but I guess never mind. It's literally the first time you mentioned it, but okay. Yeah, well, I, there's a lot of first times to mention things. I don't know. I'm making stuff up as I go along. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said he has lion feet, so, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Lion feet have pads? Yeah. That's also fair. <laughs> yeah, but not iron lion feet. Either way, we left it outside last time. Well, outside, inside by the entrance. Basically, you're not stomping around with it. He's chilling in the lobby. People do. He's chilling in the chill. lobby. Re- reading some magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Home Design Weekly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's opened up the centerfold in Home Design Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, basically, what are you looking for? Is this the uh, librarian asking us? No, that that's me, the DM. But Leah, you you can you can ask the librarian. But yeah, so the librarian, the old the old uh, half orc woman, uh, Katerina, she says. Uh, so, uh, what are you looking for? How can I help you? Ah, um, good afternoon. We were uh, hoping to find any books about the sunset. And about the pre-saint pantheon on this continent. The sunset? Ever heard of it? Like, uh, other than a natural <laughs> occurrence. Yeah, the sun sets every day, doesn't it? Uh, this is sunset with a capital S. Uh, I think I think I once heard of a musician group uh, going by that name, but other than that, uh, can help you. As for the... Uh, pre-Saints era, I, this library mo- mainly focuses on the arcane arts, but, um, there might, you might want to look, uh, in the, uh, over there by the, uh, uh, religion and div- divine magic, uh, section, and, uh, she points you, uh, she points you in the direction. Would you also say that prophecies would be kept in that section? Prophecy? Yeah, it would be, uh, either under death or under divination. I think that... I think divination might be a uh, might be uh, better for what you're looking for, if you're looking for prophecies. Excellent, thank you very much, uh, Cassie, Marjorie. Will you offer anything? Uh, no, I think we are mostly just. Uh... I'm just here to to uh, sort of be in awe at the very cool library. It is it is kind of cool library. It's uh, very big. It's got like there's uh, several uh, two story columns uh, supporting the ceiling, and around the set there's a gallery around the second floor. How does it compare to Tarish's? It's smaller, and not as, um... It's more focused, I'd say. Focused as in... Specialized. Specialized, yeah. Okay. But architect... Architecturally... Architecturally? Architecturally, um, it's, uh... It's about as pretty. It's not, like, super, um... It's not super sophisticated, but it's, uh... Okay. It's aesthetic, it's nice. Aesthetic with, like, a space between every letter? <laughs> yeah, anyways, it's, uh, yeah, you're walking around. As we wander over towards the divination section that was indicated, uh, Dawn says, Cassie, do you want to fill in uh, Marjorie about what we found in that temple? Well, shall we split up to one of us go look at um, divine magic things and one of us go look at... Um, 
divination, because divination will probably be focusing on arcane divination. I feel like you would do better with a religion. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, you... Yeah. This, this, this makes sense to me. Okay. Well, I'll go with my old friend Cassie then. Okay. I think I'll t- I can try and catch you up with uh, what I understand about the uh, the sunset, which at the moment is is not a lot. <laughs> well, so when the sun goes low enough, the rays start splitting from the light, uh-huh. and uh, the young human librarian says, uh, "I'm sorry, uh, somebody needs me over there. Uh, are the two of you okay to go on your own? I uh, I should really uh, deal deal, okay. deal with the situation over there." Are they using, like, a standardized, like, Dewey Decimal-style system for the library? Yeah, it's standardized. It's uh, one you understand. Oh, don't worry, dear. I've got this. Right. <clears throat> okay, well, uh, if you, if you need something, just uh, wait. Just wave me over, okay? And he, uh, he scurries off. So I'm saying, guys, I told you not to do that! And you see there's, a, there's some students um, on the other side of the library doing something stupid. Of course. Well, uh, it's it's a university library. Uh, we'd ju- we'd just be lucky if there isn't somebody uh, s- somebody doing something. You know, <laughs> uh, some, uh, I was gonna I was gonna go with like making out between the shelves or something, but then it my brain was like, nah, can't work out what's going on. Sorry about that. Um, so, um... yeah. So when the when the sun sets when the sun gets low and the rays split yes yes um no this is um this we think is um uh like a, a it's a, supposed to be a, the permanent sunset when the sun goes down forever and does not come back up again that's not how that's supposed to work no uh, it's one of those end of times things really i you know we 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 wanted to know about it because it seems like this is forgotten information we we encountered a an old um, a very old temple. Uh, we thought everyone in there was dead, but it turned out that the, um, there was um, well there were two there were definitely two living people in there. Uh, one of whom was trying to make the world end, and the other one was a sleeping priest who uh, was dedicated to an order of an old god uh, called. One of them was undead. Oh yes, no, sorry, the bad guy was undead. Yes, so yeah, no, there was one. There was only one living person in there, um, and he had been uh, put to sleep for a thousand years in order to stop this sunset occurring. They they needed to sleep for a thousand years so they'd be ready. They'd be at, at there at the time that it was going to occur, um, and that thousand years is is coming up. So. Um, this is to do with the old gods. I don't know if you know a lot about them. I mean, this is from a thousand years ago, so this is kind of like the time of... like, Possibly within living memory of people you knew when you were very small. Um, but um, this is... Uh, Can I... Yeah, do I know anything at all about what's... Uh, what's roll, uh, roll me a religion. Yeah, I, do, have you ever heard of... Have you ever heard of a god called Paylor? Um, let's find out. Religion. Whoa! Okay, it didn't roll off the table. Good. Thirteen. You do know the name. You know it from an etymological uh, standpoint because there's uh, a few uh, places around that uh, get their names from. Like uh, the the one that uh, specifically drops into your mind is a place called Pele Valley. Okay. It's a town on the west coast. 
Yeah, you know that that's one of the examples, but uh, and you know that it's an old god, but other than that, you don't really know uh, much about it. Sorry, only vaguely, Kasni. I recognize the name, but... Uh, well, um, these uh, priests were of, of his order. Uh, in fact, um, one, of the, one of the priests of this order apparently went on to become uh, Saint Bernard. Which I probably yeah, do you know, know about. about that, I think, but... Yeah, you would. Okay. Not sure how much into detail, but yeah, you know that it's a saint that yeah. exists. Some kind of dog, probably. Yeah, um... Okay, yeah, so we met a priest. His name was uh, Hector. And, um... Yes, he said that, um... He said one of his order went off into the mountains to prepare to, um, build an army of light. An army of light? Yep. Yes, some, somebody, somebody is trying to bring about the apocalypse, uh, as far as we can tell. A permanent sunset that will last forever... And um, that sounds, you know, bad. So since we'd never heard of it and no one we've spoken to has, other than the man who's been asleep for a thousand years, has ever heard of it, we thought we'd try and um, research some information about it. Because if this is a thing that is fairly imminent, as it seems to be, um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know about you, but I'm not in the mood to, uh, you know, die uh, in, in darkness (laughs) <laughs> well, not for me personally. Um, you know, I'm at the end of, not to be morbid, but I'm getting quite old. Uh, but I'd like to ensure my grandchildren and and my children have a, a future, for sure. Say, if this is an old, old prophecy that you know that nobody's heard of for a long time... Shouldn't you be looking for the oldest books, perhaps? I mean, that is uh, that is very good logic. That makes sense. Let's 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 do that. I mean, we found some scrolls in the temple, but they were basically falling apart. They're extremely old. You know, a, a scroll doesn't really last a thousand years, no matter how well you look after it. They tend to sort of become quite brittle and fall apart. I honestly, actually, probably should have gone back and spent more time looking at them, but we were kind of in the middle of a job. Another bank robbery. No, just escorting this horrible, well, this just horrendous asshole to the bank here. Um, oh. And, I mean, if we hadn't, I wouldn't have met back up with you again. Like I said, I sent, I sent you letters, but I, I suppose you haven't been at home. No, I I haven't been home since since we last saw each other. Well, um, when you get home, there might be a few letters. <laughs> I'm I'm sure one of my children will save them for me. Don't eat the cookies; they're really old. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go look for some books then, shall we? Yes, let's let's do this. Okay, uh, roll me um investigation. I will. Uh, I will let uh, Marjorie take the lead in this one. Uh, Dawn is looking for uh, divination. Dawn is looking through divination. Yes. I actually just want to straight up go to, like, the front desk and ask them what their oldest book is. Okay. Because maybe I can figure out, like, if this is an, a thousand-year-old issue that they're looking for, mm-hmm. then, like, books do fall apart. Books age, right? 
So mm-hmm. if it's something that's old, it's either probably being kept in like special storage to make sure it doesn't fall apart even more, or it could be like a priced item that's in like their collection that they don't show in general. So I just feel like if we're looking for something really old, it's not going to be out here. Uh, yeah, you go you go to the front desk. Um, Katarina, the work woman, the work uh, librarian is there and just, uh, yes, Marjorie, how can I help you? Katarina, it's, uh, we're looking for some very, very old books. What's the, what are the oldest books you've got in, in here? Uh, the oldest? That would be the original Legend of St. Yori. Um, do you need the exact, uh, exact old copy? Because the, there's a... How old is it? Oof, I don't know, about, uh... 500 years? Wow, okay. This is going to be hard. There are uh, newer copies of it. Uh, like, uh, I can't I can't show you the original, it's too valuable, but we do, we do have a, tra- a new, newer transcription of it. Sure, I'll, I'll have a look at that. Okay, and uh, yeah, she, uh, she gets up from the desk and uh, walks you to the section of... Uh, it's a very small section in this library, because, you know, it's a, it's a specialized library, but... Uh, the old myths, old myths and legends, and uh, she uh, pulls out the book that transcribes the legend of Saint Yori, and uh, yeah, you uh, you go read for that. Yeah, cast me down. What did you roll? I rolled a fourteen. A fourteen, and you're looking for a divination. Yeah, I'll start with the oldest they have and work from that. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourteen. You find a few books. Uh, mo- most of it are. Um, well, I don't want to say instruction manuals, but they're instruction manuals. Uh, how to sp- cast spells, how to cast rituals. Oh, there's no, like, record of prophecies. That That's most of what you can find, but you do find one that's, like, a record uh, of uh, prophecies. And actually, uh, you go further to wor- uh, further down the uh, the bookshelf and uh, you're, uh, you reach a... Uh, a reading nook, a, a table, and you overhear a conversation there. There's two women talking, and uh, they're, they're in hushed tones. So naturally, your ears zone in because oh, gossip. It's like Zola, please. And yeah, that's two women talking, and the other one says, "No, this this is too big for me. I cannot." Zola, please, if you care about me at all. Look, you know I do, but if it fails, and we figure out what then. It won't fail. I know you can do it. It's not just about me. Okay? I, I can't be tied to this. Zola! Bye, Felicia. <laughs> and uh, one of the women, one of the women uh, picks up her stuff and uh, walks away. She brushes past you. She doesn't even notice you. That hurts. She, she seems upset. Uh, the woman just, uh, just uh, brushed past you. She's a dark-skinned elf woman. She seems to be in her um, late 30s. You know... Elf thirties, so, mm-hmm. and the uh, woman's still sitting there. Uh, she's a uh, a silver dragonborn. Uh, she's wearing uh, black robes with blue trim and um, silver symbols. Do I recognize these symbols or the robe? Uh, for you, I'll have you roll me religion, since you know it's not your. Uh, it seems to be. She seems to be a cleric, but uh, I have Arcana. If that's any better. No, it's not because it's religion. Like for for the others, it wouldn't be, but for you, it's religion because it's not your culture. Uh, 15 plus 3 is 18. Uh, you recognize it as a symbol of, uh, Saint Yori. It's, uh, Saint George. 
Saint Yuri localizes uh, Saint George. Kill the dragon. Yeah. Rescue the maiden. That sort of deal. Mm, you don't seem to remember anything about a maiden, but he did kill a dragon and save a town. The symbol is a dragon, so you do assume he has something to do with dragons, yeah. Okay. Dom will sort of poke his head around the side of uh, the shelves mm-hmm. and uh, cough discreetly and go, uh, Excuse me for intruding, but uh, that sounded quite heated. Are you okay? Uh, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Um, How much of that did you hear? Oh, just the tail end of it. Uh-huh. Sounded quite heated, though. Your friend sounded scared. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's nothing, it's, uh... I don't think nothing would disturb, um, a disciple of one as brave as Yuri. <laughs> yeah, well, I... Well, you know, she's just, she's, a She's, a, a teaching assistant here, I... She, she, it might be too, too much of a risk for her to get dragged into my deal. You know, it's, uh... What deal? If you don't mind me asking. I, uh, it's, uh, I do, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's nothing. It's, uh, nothing to be worried about. It's all, it's all okay. Don't, don't worry. It's all going to be okay. Uh, can I roll an insight to see if I believe her? You can. Uh, 19. She does seem like she's uh, saying it uh, to, to reassure you, but also a bit herself. She does not exactly believe that everything's going to be okay. Dawn frowns as that sounds a lot like you're trying to convince yourself, not me. Is there any way I can help? Uh, do you know any illusion magic? A little. How permanent? Is it... Yeah, Dawn casts a minor illusion as a cantrip and just a little dragon, like, glowing slightly blue crawls down his arm. Oh, that's a nice trick. Uh, any way you can make something like that permanent? Because, uh... What do you need? I I can't really talk about you here. If you want to know, come come see me at the Church of St. Teoria. It's up on the hill. I'm I'm sorry I can't. It's I've already risked too much with Don't tilt his head to the side and he's clearly quite curious. He says, of course, I wouldn't want to uh make you feel uncomfortable. Could I impress upon you another question? Um sure, go ahead. Have you heard of something called the sunset? You mean the thing where the sun goes down every day? <laughs> Everyone keeps describing it as just being like the sunset. <laughs> Have you heard of the apocalyptic event, the sunset, with a capital S? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I would be asking about that sunset? I don't know what other one would you be. What, there was a musician's band that uh, <laughs> came through town a, f- a few months ago. Hmm. No, it's a, uh, I study at the University of Tarish. I study history, and, um... Oh. Throughout my studies, I came across a... Are you an exchange student? Don't struggle, says, uh, just taking a bit of a break. Um, I came across this, uh, I guess you could call it a prophecy over the course of my, uh, studies. And I can't find any information about it at all, and so I've taken to asking random people for they might have... Some unexpected knowledge. They seem to be about as good a luck as I have, going through scrolls and dusty tomes. Well, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I don't I don't know about a sunset. Oh, that's fair enough. Paylor, ever heard of that? Uh, not not really. Hmm. 
I don't think so. How long have, uh, sorry, out of character, I would probably know mm-hmm. this. How long has saint worship been a thing? I don't know, about, about a thousand years. Okay, right. Probably, a, you're thinking probably a bit less since, you know, Hector was gonna sleep for a thousand years and the saints weren't a thing back then. But yeah, a, about a thousand years. Does your church, by any chance, have records of your saint's early time? Uh, it might. Who would I speak to to uh, be able to get a more definite question, answer? You would probably have to ask my superior about that. Well, um, I hope I find time to drop by. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck. Good luck with your research. Good luck with your uh, situation. Yeah. Thank you. I'm. I'm gonna need it. The easiest lies carry. A kernel of truth. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dawn goes back to looking at the uh, prophecies. Okay, yeah, and uh, with a 14, you find a record of better-known f- prophecies and uh, the accuracy of them, but uh, the sunset isn't mentioned among them. Okay. Cassney, you you and Marjorie rolled for, uh, uh, went to look for the divine um, divine magics. Uh, you can you can roll with advantage since you have Marjorie helping you. You know, an expert, the librarian. That's fifteen. With the fifteen. Um. Okay. Both of you, you go for a stack of books. You know, uh, looking for uh, information through various books, and uh, uh, one of them is called uh, "Saints and Their Influence: An Arcanist's Look at Divine Magic." And they mostly talk about the saints and how divine ma- magic manifests through the power of worship and that and they do ma- they do mention uh, the old gods they do t- briefly touch on the old gods uh they name they name uh, all of them all eight of them you do find paler is mentioned and there's a example of type of magic that were uh, under paler as well there doesn't seem to be any mention of the prophecies but uh you continue looking and like um, in the back of a bookshelf, you find a song called Songs of the Old and Their Meanings. And you remember that Dekla mentioned the song that she, know, that she knew. And so you say, hey, maybe there's something in this. And you look through it and you find a few songs. Uh, Is this in the same book? No, it's a different book. And for some songs, it's just, you know, it takes like a verse and uh, describes what uh, certain things you're referring to. Some... Some songs got like a whole a verse by verse analysis. Some just have like a verse explained. Like you see a a song about uh, Saint Lucia is coming to town, and it explains that the passage uh, she sees you when you're sleeping. She knows to where she knows when you're awake. <laughs> refers to the candles because Saint Lucia was a saint of candles, and if the candles is are lit, it means the person is awake. But you do find. You do find a song called Sunset on the Golden Age. And it's another one of those where just one verse is explained. And uh, the verse is centered from daylight by rage of the unseen. And it talks about the the exiled with the capital. The unseen refers to the exiled. It does not explain who the exiled are, but... So this is a paragraph. Is it the same song that Declan knew? Yeah, um, that... This is not the bag that de- the bit that Declan you. But this is part of the same song. Yeah, it's part of the same song. That was the chorus. This seems to be a verse before the chorus. And the uh, the part of the chorus, uh, the chorus is also explained. But you knew that bit means the 
I mean, it's pretty self-evident. It means that there's darkness coming, end of times, and stuff like that. It doesn't refer to it as a prophecy. Um, it just refers to it as a song. And it's a, it's a pretty old book. You and Marjorie managed to find that. Any, uh, is this relevant, Kasni? I think so. It's, uh, it, it's got new information. I don't fully understand what it means, but it's new information. And that can't be a bad thing. I mean, you know, sometimes you need to find many pieces of the puzzle before you can work out what the shape of the picture's going to be. Anything uh, post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic in the uh, book that I picked up? Right, you picked up the... Book about St. George, I think. I don't know, roll me just like a basic intelligence to see how much you get out of it. Sure. 15 plus 5, so 20. 20, yeah. I am a good reader. Uh, Yeah, you uh, found out like the whole legend of uh, St. Yuri. Uh, he was a half-work man, grew up in a village uh, to the north. And uh, when he was uh, young, like he was maybe 12 years old, due to, due to some circumstance, uh, he was blinded and uh, stoned by the villagers. And, when, and then he left the village and uh, went off to leave the, uh, leave the village and uh, travel the world uh, Traveled with a party, uh, came across the uh, black dragon uh, called an Exlomara, who lived uh, uh, in the Malava Bog, on the edge of which the, the the town you're currently in was built. Okay. Became a grand hero, and uh, in their old age, in his old age, uh, he returned home uh, to his village and um, basically uh, blinded the blinded the whole village as a revenge for what was done to him in his youth. Wow, rude. So it's not, not quite... It's, it's the bit of the legend that not many people are aware of. Right. Because, you know, it's been uh, sort of... Uh, um, what's the word? Suppressed by the... Um, by uh, His followers? Yeah. Maybe it was just a metaphorical sunset in that everyone's gonna go blind and no one can see the sun anymore. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't seem... Super related from uh, where you're looking at it right now? Well, it wasn't a complete waste of time, because every time you read a book, you learn something new. <laughs> like, uh, you did... you did. There was a mention of uh, of uh, Brother Bernard, who was another uh, blind man. Like, the two... In the legend, the two of them did, know, did know each other, and uh, had a brief but passionate affair... Like you remember from what Casney told you that Brother Bernard was uh, um, also in the had a relationship to the whole world-ending prophecy thing. Yeah, you, uh, you're not exactly sure what at this exact moment, but yeah, you remember that Brother Bernard was was important. That so there is some connection there, but uh, yeah. Okay. Did we know before that that he was that Brother Bernard was blind? Yeah, I think uh, I think Hector told you, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe Declan knew it from the legend of. I mean, from the legend of uh, Saint Bernard. I don't remember any of that. But like, it's it's a known thing that Bernard was a, that Bernard was a blind man, which is why he had his trusty guide dog with him. Oh yes, of course. Yes, you did mention that. You did mention the guide dog. Yeah, he had uh, his trusty guide dog that took him to the mountains. Because he's a Saint Bernard. 
I remember that. It never made it into the notes, though, so I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Cool, so... Uh, yeah, you're looking through all through the books. Uh... Does the book itself um, specifically say that that brother Bernard was the bro- that was Bernard that became the saint? I'm sure we can infer as much, right? Yeah, it was. Uh... I mean, we can if we both we know that they they that they were both called Bernard and both blinded. It was Bernard of the Sun Temple, so yeah, from what you can you can infer that that was the same person. Okay, yeah, so in the meantime, while while uh, you are at the library, uh, Decla, you are babysitting Daniel still. What is the current status of my baby? <laughs> <laughs> my drunken idiot babel. <laughs> Lots of making a lot of loud noises. Yes. Occasionally passing out. All the things babies do. <laughs> you, you're not wrong. Oh, bless him. You and Daniel finally get out of the door of the tavern where you're staying at. Uh, he finally got convinced by the tavern owner to go put some fucking clothes on because he was just gonna walk out, just you know, Donald Duck in it, the nude. Yeah, bare cheeked. Okay, I'm scarred for life. <laughs> that tattoo, goodness me. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, you're walking down the street towards the bank. He, he's complaining loudly, like, where the rest of the party has gone. What am I, what am I supposed to do? Wait for them? Like, what, what the fuck am I paying them for? They're supposed to be here. They're supposed to escort me to the bank. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing now that they aren't here? You know what? I'm not even going to pay them. I'm going to pay... When they come back, I'm not even going to pay them. I'm only going to pay you because you're the only one that stayed. And that's, that's that. That's what I'm saying. Of course, <laughs> that is a perfectly reasonable response to this massive inconvenience that you have taken. I know, it's so, you know, irresponsible of them, you know, to just walk off in the middle of a job, and this is not even the first time they've done this. Fuck's sake. You know, as he's walking down the road and you're following, like, five feet away from him, you know, social distancing and all. Saints forbid you, they know you're with him. Uh, so, anyways... <laughs> And he's uh, going on this long and sweary rant about how, you know, he's being disrespected. And, you know, he's not even paying attention to the street in front of him. And he just walks into an old lady. A shortish woman uh, seems seems to be human, but probably has some dwarf blood in her. She's, uh, she's an old lady and uh, he walks into her and he says, well, For fuck's sake, lady, watch where you're going. And uh, the lady just uh, looks at him and says, Watch where I'm going. So now I've lived in the city for the past 50 years. You're, these streets are mine. You're the one who's supposed to watch where I'm going. And uh, it seems like uh, an argument is brewing up between the two of them. Fight, 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 I fight, fight. Watch amused as this develops. <laughs> yeah. He says, do you know, do you even know who I am? He, sa- he says, I know who you are. You're a l- raggedy little bitch. <laughs> Saying the words we all want to say. <laughs> I already like this little old lady. I hope she punches him in the face. And he uh he takes a step back, offended, like you know, she like her her words hit him in the core of his uh soul and just She has wounded him. <laughs> she has wounded his pride. He says, How dare you talk to me like this? Uh, and she takes a step towards him again, she says 
You need to learn some respect for the elderly, because this shit's just not going to fly, boy. Now, I'm, I'm just walking here, minding my own business, going to the market, and you, just walking right into my path as if I'm nothing to you. And you're telling me how I dare talk to you like this? And she, uh, she makes, she makes a gesture at him, uh, seems to be like, actually, uh, uh, Dekla, you, you're not too much of a magic person, but you've been hanging out with a few magic people and you recognize it as a magic gesture. And she makes, uh, she makes a magic gesture at him. Uh, whatever. <laughs> at this point, go ahead and turn him to ash, it'll be fine. I mean, if he dies now, does it matter? There's no apparent effect. Uh, he's just, uh, standing there, uh, N- no words, you know, completely shocked out of words that some somebody would dare disrespect him this way. She's cast suggestion and told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> and he looks back at you, Declan, and says, Hey, you, d- do something. What would you like me to do? I-, I-, I don't know. And the old woman looks at you and says, Oh, you- oh you're bringing in the big leagues now. And she uh, she looks at Declan, walks up to Declan and says, well, miss, is this man bothering you as well? There's only one answer to this. More than you know. I am inextricably linked to this man's existence. Unfortunately, that means I cannot allow you to uh, cause him any real harm. Well, do you want to be inextricably linked to him? Because, uh... I really couldn't say. <laughs> hey, you... Come on, she's she's uh, she 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 she's over here in, in, insulting me. Oh, shut up, tiny dick. It's 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 not tiny tiny, and he he sort of uh, steps steps to up, uh, you know, look away look away from her. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Does he really need to be defended from a little old lady? <laughs> Waiting for her to like pull out a forty-five and shoot him. If this was America in the modern day, and the old lady uh, Decla, she takes your hand and uh, pulls you, just pulls you to the side. Look, if you uh, ever need any help uh, getting away from him, just uh, just let me know. Just let old Frida know; she'll help you. Okay. I think I'm fine, thank you. Although I'm sure he deserves whatever he gets, and probably more. That seems like it's true. I'll go on by my business. If you need any help with anything. Just, just know that I have my eye on you. And she, uh, she uh, picks up her basket, which she, uh, she, she dropped when uh, Daniel ran into her, and she uh, continues her way towards the market. And Daniel looks at you. What the hell was that? You're, you're, you're here. You're supposed to protect me. Protect you from little old ladies. She, she was insulting my honor. And look, she cast some, she cast some magic on me, didn't you see? Did you want me to beat up a little old lady for you? I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. Well, fuck you. You're you're a terrible guard. You know what? You're fired. And tell your whole group they're fired as well. Okay. I'm gonna fight some new some new actual good guards. Okay. You know what? This is bullshit. I deserve better than this. And he he just wa- he just storm- storms off ranting. Well, that solves that problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're free of Daniel now. So what do you do? I'm gonna go looking for a soup kitchen. Okay, yeah. Uh, roll me um, hmm, investigation, but with charisma, because you have to ask around a bit. Uh, 
don't know what my crit rate is. Let's have a look. Plus one, right? Uh, that's an 18. It's an 18, yeah. You uh, find one a few streets away. It's ran by uh, the church of uh, St. Maeve. Okay. There, there, there's a bit of a garden by the, by the the next to the church where the soup kitchen is being operated from. And there's a, a, a trellis of vines, of rose vines, and there is a beehive. And a few tables set up, and yeah, the kitchen is run in the garden there. I'm going to try and disguise my appearance a bit. Take a, like a blanket and turn it into a headscarf. And... <laughs> <laughs> rub some grime into my face to make me slightly less recognizable. I don't exactly have much in terms of equipment, but... Okay. Yeah, you can do that easily enough. Yeah. And then I'll uh, go in and casually dump all of my money on a table and then leave. Subtle. <laughs> <laughs> there is a donation box. You you do see a donation box if you if you want to be a bit more subtle than just that. Uh, I do. Does it have a coin slot? Because if it does, it will take an hour to individually put gold coins in the donation box. Hang the bag on the donation box. I am gonna uh do what I did. What I said I did. Okay. Yeah. You dump the money on the table and uh, scuttle out of there. Mm-hmm. And you see an attendant there, a half elf woman. Uh, sort of long blonde hair, uh, the robes of uh, Saint Ma- Saint Maeve, which are sort of I I don't know if I described them. So if if I did, let's retcon them. They're yellow, so long blonde hair, yellow robes. She uh, uh sees you. Uh, she sees uh the money being dumped on the table, and she wait wait uh, and you you sc- scuttle away. Wait, oh, hold on, hold on. What what's your name? What? Who who are you? What's the what's the money? And you just uh just run away down the street as she's calling out after you. Yep. I am out of there. Using my lightning quick monk like reflexes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just uh just uh but 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 you're out of there. Uh you run down the street and you um uh, you bump into a person who's uh posting flyers around uh around the town. A teenager, a teenage human, seems to be, you know, their um, after-school job or whatever. Like, hey, watch it, lady, are you okay? Sorry, gotta go. Bye. Hey, wait. <laughs> wait, you look familiar. And uh, he, he looks at the, at the flyer he's holding, he looks after you and you continue running. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Time to GTFO. Oh no! And yeah, you you run down a few streets, you think you're far enough away, and you uh you duck into an alley, you know, just uh, sort of lean on the wall to catch your breath. And you step back out, and you uh, uh see there's a notice board in front of you. And um, you see a drawing of your face uh, staring at you. Great. And there's a drawing of uh, Cassney also looking at you. And there's a drawing of Don. And there's a drawing of Del. And of Loretto. And of uh, Dina. Fiola? No, no Fiola. Damn it! If we're getting in trouble, Fiola needs to get in trouble. There is someone similar to Marjorie, but uh, no, actually, actually, Marjorie was disguised as a, as a scarecrow. There's no mention of a chair that, that didn't seem relevant at the time. 
How is Dawn drawn? <laughs> sexily. With a booba window. Right. Is Kasni drawn sexily too? Because he'll take he'll take exception to that if Dawn gets a sexy picture and he doesn't. Not specifically sexy, Damn! but uh, but you are a sexy man, so any drawing of you is sexy. So fair. Um, they they couldn't really get the hang of uh, your sea enemy hair, and so it just looks greasy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they t- they tried to uh, amend that by drawing a few vicious sparkles around it. Vicious <laughs> <laughs> <Bishy> sparkles! <laughs> well, so you're officially wanted now. No, just the description and the re- reward number. Okay, that's fine, because Dawn doesn't look anything like he did then. What is the reward number? Re- a reward uh, for, for each person is uh, 100 gold. And I need to remind you, like... A gold is a lot of money. Well, you could buy a hundred goats for that. <laughs> yeah, you could. Nekla just dumped a fortune on on the on the desk on the table there. And this is exactly why. <laughs> that gold is too hot to handle. So yeah, you are uh, you are confronted with the posters of you. What do you do? I have no fucking idea. Rip them all off the wall, off the wall, and walk away whistling. What is what is the layout of this city? In what way? Like, are there... Is it a walled city? Yeah. But it's also on the edge of the bog, and there's a part of the city that is um, built over the bog. It's called the Planks. Um, and that that part that is uh, facing the bog is not um, is not walled. Okay. Um, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the town via the open section... I mean, are you going to warn your friends first? No. Yep, I'm leaving the city. At least I did tell you where I wanted to go afterwards. It was described. Anyways, yeah. Okay, so uh, Decla makes uh, makes a run for it uh, towards the edge of the city. Meanwhile, the three of you, uh, you'll reconvene. Uh, you exchange information. Uh, yeah, we meet up, meet up in the stacks. Don't just Did you get anything? Barely. Well, that sounds better than what I ended up with. Which is? Nothing. Oh. It all happened so long ago. The oldest book they have here is only 500 years old. Exactly. It's barely older than me. (laughs) It's 80 years older than you. But I'm sure it's in much worse condition. (laughs) You kidding me? I'm fabulous. Oh, definitely. But yeah, we uh, we found information about... I found a, a, one mention of a brother Bernard in this in the oldest book they have. And Cassie, what did you find? I found a bit of a mention about Paylor in one of the books. It didn't seem I mean we I suppose we could have an, another look, but um it didn't seem extremely helpful. Um and then but I did find um I found a book that contained the the little um, song that Decla um, told us about, um, but it had a bit more, it had some more lyrics. Sundered from daylight by the rage of the unseen, people in hiding, exiles. And exiles was with a capital E. Yes. So it's a title, or at least a designation. This sounds promising. If we can find more lines... What if it was just a typo? That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) The sunset was a typo too. It's all been a mistake. Everyone was just worried about going to bed because they're scared of the dark. (laughs) 
Did you get a name for the uh, song? Sunset on the Golden Age. Is this the Golden Age? Uh, hmm. Can I roll a history roll to see if I've heard of that? I think you already rolled when Decla first mentioned it. Or, But yeah, sure, roll again. What am I rolling? I don't know, history. 14. 14. Uh, no. No, alright. It's a long shot. If it's a cultural thing, I probably won't know it. Wait, so. I haven't rolled on this. No, roll for it. Let's do it. I only rolled a 5, but that's still 12. 12? No. Oh, darn it. Um, what time is it roughly, Church? The meeting was at 12. Yeah, it's about 2. Dawn looks at the others and say, we should probably bail. We're pushing our luck here. We've been here for, a, a, like, a day longer than I had hoped to be yet. Yeah, me too. But we had to do this. And we did find something. It wasn't in vain. And we've got all our stuff. Can I suggest we leave separately and make our own ways... Uh, where were we going to meet up? Were we going to meet Daniel at the bank? I don't think we set up a meeting spot. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like we would have established a rendezvous for after... I think we did, didn't we? I mean, it would have been the tavern, like, if anything. But we took all our stuff with us so we wouldn't have to go back to the tavern. No, it doesn't make sense for it to have been anything other than the tavern. Yeah, no, you're right. That's where I was supposed to be babysitting Daniel. This is an arcane library, right? Yes. Yeah. Can I buy a scroll of, like, sending or message here? And just, like, get a message to our other party member to figure out where to meet up? Um, I'm gonna say no, no, you can't buy it, but there's a bunch of, like, you know, magic students who you could probably uh, ask to do it. We'll just go back to the tavern. If that's the place we were scheduled to meet back up, we have no reason to not go there. I say we should just go to the tavern and meet up, or, yeah. or at least attempt to meet up with with uh, Decla. No, we don't. We don't know that yet. It will be. It will be very interesting. <laughs> Look forward to seeing what happens. Don't say we've already pushed our luck quite far enough. I feel like we should get back to the tavern and get out, city. Okay, so yeah, you go up, uh, you leave the library and you go back towards the tavern. Do we see any posters on the way? <laughs> well, do we? And we're uh, we're panning over to Decla. Like uh, you're moseying on out of the city. Are you running? Are you uh, walking casually? What are you doing? Are you... I will be traveling hastily, but not sprinting. So like power walking? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, as you're uh, walking briskly uh, towards uh, the direction of the planks, uh, and you cross the market, and you uh, and you uh, catch a familiar sight as a, no- a little old lady uh, steps in front of you and says, "Well, now haven't we met? Haven't we met earlier?" Nope. No, because you're you've got a you've got a blanket on your head and dirt on your face now, so you're definitely a different person. Listen, I can see you're in a tough situation. Uh, let me help you. Sorry, I'm I'm very I'm very busy. Yes, I saw the posters. Uh, you th- I think you might be in more trouble than you think. Come now, I know I know how to get out of this, and we can get your friends as well. I've, I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm kind. I I right in the middle of something. Sorry. I'll see you later. Bye. Zoom. 
<laughs> yeah, Dekla is zooming on her way. And yeah, the three of you, you're walking down the street. Uh, you're walking out of the library, you're walking down the street, and you pass an notice board, and you see your faces staring at you. Except me. Except you. Hey, first thing Dawn looks for is, does the photo look anything like him? Kinda, yeah. And you look very, you did look very sexy in it, it was already mentioned. It looks like you in what you were wearing. Okay, that's fine, because I'm wearing something completely and utterly different, and there's no reason to... Your face is still there, so... Kazni instantly catch, casts disguise self. <laughs> I am now I am now a short, chubby blonde woman. Well, I'm not on this poster, so uh, I can just go with one of you. Yes, but if you are associated with us, that might put you in danger. <laughs> you no no one's ever going to suspect a, a four hundred year old grandmother. Don't worry. Well, you can come with me because I've already I've already cast disguise self and I'm a foot short I'm a foot shorter uh, chubby uh, blonde and a woman. And you did it in broad daylight. Yeah, and as you're uh, standing there discussing that, uh, an old woman uh, appears behind you and she says, "There you are. Come with me. I tried to help your friend, but she wouldn't she wouldn't listen. I know you don't know me. They call me Old Frida. I can take you to safety. Where's Nolia's boy?" Who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're gonna end it for tonight. Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game! Game! Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love Experience Points. We're an all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship's on a malfunction? We have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQPoints, or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experiencepoints, or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.